Welcome everyone to Crypto Chat with Chapo. This is a podcast dedicated to all things crypto and NFTs. If you're looking for some insightful conversations with experts in the new developments in the crypto world and some general information on cryptocurrency, this is the podcast for you. I discuss all things crypto related through the lens of NFTs, crypto, and its leaders in the space. If you're interested in learning, we have you covered. It's unbiased information, a little more laid back than the typical crypto podcast. Join me and come chat with us anytime for insightful, irreverent, and all-around fun about the latest and greatest in crypto. Hey, what's good, everybody? Today is Sunday, December 11th, 2022. This is episode number 130, Crypto Chat with Chapo, coming at you today. Having a little bit of a cold, a little bit of a head cold, so if I sound a little funny, funnier than usual in terms of my voice and I sniff those types of things. My apologies in advance. I'm not feeling the best, but we're going to soldier on and cover a couple things today. Of course, we always check, start off with checking the charts. And once again, we're still following the same pattern we've been following for weeks and weeks now on this grabbing pattern that we're seeing across crypto. Bitcoin trading at 17,173, which is about even on the 24-hour period if we're looking at it. Ethereum trading at 1274, kind of same thing. BNB 289, no change really there. Doge at 9, XRP at 38 cents. Uh, Litecoin's up 1%. Everything else is really staying in that little bit of a range where it's mostly up a percent, down a percent, somewhere in that vicinity. Not any real huge leaps. ApeCoin's up 6.4% on the 24-hour period, and I'm not touching that crap with a 10-foot pole, staking, schmaking, whatever. Not interested. If you make money off it, good for you or anybody else, but not interested in that garbage, if you ask me. And you're not really asking me, so I'm just going to tell you that. Uh, Trust Wallet's up 3%. Yeah, Theta Network up a percent. Yeah, like I said, everything else is really not doing much of anything. We got a big week coming up in terms of uh, the macro markets as we looking forward to some meetings with the Fed, I believe, on Wednesday and Thursday. I think a lot of people are feeling that we're getting a 50 basis points hike, which is a little bit less than what we've been doing. And a lot of people think that all of this is signaling that excited Fed pivot where rates are starting to be cut and more money is going to be pumped into the economy, et cetera, et cetera. I think it's all hopium. I don't think that that is coming. They have a long way to go, from what I understand, to get the economy where the demand can match the supply, inflation, although you know, some of the numbers indicate that it's coming down. Look, if you've been to the grocery store, if you're buying goods, if you're buying your, paying your utilities, you know full well that this is not in a range that is beneficial for most people in, this, in, the, in the United States. Maybe to the world, I don't know, but it, it is going to be increasingly more difficult for families to make ends meet it'll be nice you know for the economy considering that you know at the christmas retail 
time that people are spending. However, you know, the goods, the general everyday goods, grocery especially, is just absurd. And if you don't notice it, then you're probably not in that demographic that, that you know, middle class or somewhere in that vicinity because it is it is hard for a lot of people. And I, I don't think that a quick pivot is going to change much in the economy. And I do not, do not think that, that the pivot is going to be as beneficial as quickly as a lot of people think, even if it, even if it does happen, which I'm not even sure that the, the pivot will actually come. Maybe a little bit softer talk. Maybe, maybe that's just, anyways, that's my own commentary on that. All right. Today we're going to talk, spend a little bit of time talking about this pretty cool NFT project that I came across. And I know that the NFT projects really haven't been doing so well. Most product uh, NFT projects are down. There are a few that are doing pretty well. Uh, the Kanpai, Kanpai Pandas are doing actually pretty good. Their floor price is getting close to an ETH, not quite there, but pretty close. I think I started talking about those. I mean, I minted one originally way back when in March, maybe, but I think I started talking about them again when we were at about 0.170. So it's done pretty well since I've started talking about it. You know, that the projects just are not doing super well, which is okay. And hopefully it'll return. All right. Today's project I'm going to talk about is called Droppy. That is D-R-O-P-E-E. And you can follow them on Twitter at Droppy E. It is the first on-chain A. AAAS, that would be airdrop as a service. We farm airdrops for you, coming soon to Ethereum. So this is really interesting when I was reading through this. I like what the concept, I don't know exactly how well it's going to work, but we're going to take a look at the documentation, documentation here and talk a little bit about the goals here. So according to the Twitter a lender dis, dis, distribution compounding how Droppy aims to guarantee sustainable and exponential returns over time. So I'm going to go ahead and go to this thread. Scroll up here. I don't need any sound on this. Hopefully this will play. All right. You can stake your Droppy pass into four volts. So once this mints and it's not, you can't mint it yet. It does have a website up and running. And that is... Uh, droppy.app and when you get there nice page i like the color scheme it says frictionless airdrop is a service platform we farm the airdrops for you and then you can connect your wallet there's a marketplace faults and learn so we're going to talk more about the thread here so you can drop mint the droppy pass into those vaults depending on the type of airdrop you want to farm mint funds will be distributed in into the safely fund of each vault the safety fund will remain untouched and used to farm the first airdrop. So there are currently four vaults. So if you look at these vaults, so if, once you mint the NFT, then you can stake that NFT in one of these four vaults. So we have a, a testnet, testnet airdrop vault. Stake your droppy NFT in this vault to form to farm testnet airdrops. Then you have your EVM blockchain airdrops, then you have your non-EVM blockchain airdrops, and then there's off-chain 
social airdrops. I'm not really sure what they're farming in that in that last vault, but the other ones are pretty self-explanatory. Go back over here. Sorry, I lost my place. So once the allocation is obtained, tokens will be swapped to Ethereum. 20% will be allocated to increase the safety fund in order to obtain more sustainable and more numerous allocations over time. And 60% of the allocation will be allocated to the vault treasury. The treasury is dedicated to rewards droppy pass holders. 10% of the treasury will be linearly distributed on a weekly basis to droppy pass holders. Latent funds will be used to scale droppy by farming more airdrops. So you're going to, you buy the NFT, whatever it's, they haven't set the mint price, then you stake it. And then the protocol, it, and from what I understand in the, in the documentation, I read that it is a automated process. I don't know how that's going to work, but that's what they're claiming. So then once you get the airdrop, you're going to have 60% of that airdrop goes to the treasury. 20% is going to go to the safety fund. And then 20% is going to go to the team. And then out of that treasury, which would be the 60%, would be then turned into claimable rewards. So for example, let's just use Aptos, for example. So if this was live when the Aptos airdrop took off so i don't it doesn't say exactly how how much of the airdrop they're going to try to get but basically let's just say they're going to get an airdrop for each nft i don't know if this is the case, but let's say that it is so then 60 percent of all of that airdrop those aptos is then going to go into the treasury fund but in order to go to the treasury fund those funds are going to be converted to ETH, and then you're going to be claimable from the treasury with that ETH, not the actual airdrop token. So if you were hoping for the airdrop token itself, I don't think that that is in their plan. Maybe down the road it is. Uh, sorry, talked about that. I mean, I'm going the wrong way on my scrolling. This, the scrolly thing's upside down. It's and a little annoying. I need to fix that. And so it says, get your early access to Droppy, which when you go to the app, you can't actually get early access. Let's see what happens when I click on it. I tried it once. I don't think anything. Happened. So we could connect the wallet. Let's see if I'm going to go ahead and pop open my wallet here as we're doing this just to see what happens because I didn't do this earlier. Let me switch to our uh, Ethereum. My wallet was on was on Arbitrum. So we're going to connect and see what we get here. Overall, I really like the idea of it. I mean, it would be nice to have a protocol simply just trying to farm all of the different airdrops that are available. That would save you a lot of time and effort from going through and trying to find all the airdrops. Although some of them aren't that hard. You know, the Aptos one in particular was really, really easy to do. Let's see, I'm going to register this to see what happens. So I registered. I don't know if this will give me a white lift. Okay. Okay, so basically I just have to... register and it opens up a tweet and then you go ahead and tweet that out now does that mean i'm on the white list i don't really know but i i went ahead and, and gave them a little free advertising at, nonetheless let's see it won't take me back to the page so go back sorry about that and airdrop as the service and when you click on mint it, of course it just says coming soon it will show you the what the vaults are so you can take a good look at those uh important note 
So if you wanted to, to farm all four, of the, far, all four of those vaults, you'd have to have four different NFTs. You could only stake one at a time. So if you wanted to hit more than one, then you would obviously have to buy more than one NFT and then stake each one of them. So the great thing is this is supposed to be totally automated. I don't know how they're going to select, you know, what airdrops they're going to go for. That isn't quite outlined yet. There's going to be 2,000 droppy passes available on Ethereum. The mint price and the date is yet to be released. I already talked about the four different vaults and the distribution compounding. I also covered that as well. And then there's some official official links. I mean, I really think this is a cool idea. Can they pull it off? That's a great question that I don't have an answer to. I will be monitoring this one closely. Closely, I think it is worth your time at least to get on to Twitter and, and take a look at it and see if it's something that might be beneficial. It, it does make the airdrop process significantly easier if all you have to do is you know, own one of these NFTs. Now, you know, they're definitely taking a cut of the airdrop. They're also selling the tokens. So you're not getting the actual airdrop. So there is some risk there in terms of the value in, in my opinion. And I, I've mentioned before, I do think that oftentimes the best thing to do is to sell your airdrop as soon as you get it. This is financial advice, of course, but if you would have, if you would have sold your airdrop the instant you got it for Aptos, it was almost a $10,000 airdrop. You know, mine was way less because I had slept and then I finally came back on it, but I still got nearly $2,000 on it. So I'm not going to complain. And I went ahead and put that in Arbitrum and bought some NFTs with it. So, and the price for Aptos has gone down quite a bit, but it's still a respectable four and a half ish dollars. So we'll see it is how it ends up. So anyways, that's been today's episode on Droppy ETH. Check it out on Twitter. I think that there's some potential here. Can they pull it off? Don't know. Don't know how much they're going to charge you for that NFT, but it's worth it to at least look at it. As always, have an amazing day. Be in the here and now. Be in the present moment. Sorry for my terrible sounding voice and head cold my gosh darn daughter gave me this cold but it's okay it wasn't intentional hopefully i'll clear through it quickly and be feeling better tomorrow have an amazing day everybody remember here and now be in the here and now get outside even if you feel terrible like i do taking some fresh air disconnect from electronics and be present have an amazing day this has been chapo the podcast is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information contained in or provided from or through this podcast is not intended to be and does not constitute financial advice, investment advice, trading advice, or any other device. You understand that you're using any and all of the information on this podcast or through this podcast at your own risk.